Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. So today I'm going to be talking to you about seven signs you came from a dysfunctional family. So what does dysfunction mean? So let me give you one of my Kriegerisms. It's a very simple way of looking at dysfunction. Dysfunction is when you come from a family where you weren't free to be your true self. If you think of little children, little babies, what you see is what you get. You know when they're sad, you know when they're angry, you know when they're happy, right? You know when they're scared. So what happens though in certain families, parents, siblings, many parents, need us to be a certain way, and so we stop being more of our true self, and we become more and more adaptive to what other people need. And we unconsciously begin giving up parts of ourselves to survive in the family. The problem is, we take these habits into our current relationships, and they continue until we are aware of them and make the changes. So let's look at seven signs that you may be from a dysfunctional family. One is that if you ask yourself what you want to do, let's say, in the evening, that you have a hard time coming up with anything. I've seen this with some clients. I'll say, what do you want? What do you want to make yourself happy? They, they don't have a clue. Why is that? Because they've spent so much time trying to make others happy, trying to feed other people emotionally, physically, whatever. So that's one sign. Sign number two, which is related to number one, is you feel guilty a lot. If you're one of those people that walk around feeling guilty, it's probably what I call false guilt. Guilt, I'll tell you what, there's good guilt and bad guilt. Good guilt, because guilt can be good, is something that alerts us to something that we did to hurt somebody else, and then we correct that and we do better next time. Bad guilt is guilt that we take on that we never should have in the first place, then maybe it's not us, and that happens a lot with people from dysfunctional families. And it's also good guilt held for more than 10 seconds. That's right, 10 seconds, because the purpose of guilt is to alert us and to make changes. But if you are walking around plagued by this feeling of guilt, you are living under false guilt, and probably signs, again, that you couldn't be true to who you were. People actually feel guilty about being who they are, about having desires, about being able to say no to people. If you have a hard time saying no, that's related to feeling guilty, always trying to please everybody else. Also related to number three, uh, number one and two is number three. <laughs> number three is that you end up in non-reciprocating relationships. It seems like your friends, your intimate partner, people around, they seem to be needy and always needing something from you. You're the giver, you're the one everybody comes to for help, but you don't receive a whole lot. So that's number three. Now number four is kind of an interesting one. It's this, in your intimate relationship, you have either too much conflict, like bickering all the time, or there's not enough conflict, like it's always harmonious, never a problem. If a couple comes to see me and they never fight, I'm concerned. Usually that means you came from a family where nobody dealt with feelings and they weren't free to create conflict. I mean, conflict, 
Nobody wants conflict, but conflict is inevitable when you're being who you are, when you're being your true self and expressing things. People are going to naturally disagree, naturally want different things. And yet, if you're in a relationship where you're bickering a lot, you may have come from a family where nobody soothed themselves. They were constantly looking for other people to take care of them, but they didn't have those tools. So that's another sign. Okay. Now, number five is that you get really hard on yourself. You uh, just have this inner critic that never lets you be. Never lets you be. And related to that is this whole thing of perfectionism, that you need to be perfect. And that's also a sign. We are not perfect. We are competent. Sometimes we're incompetent. What I say to clients a lot is enjoy your incompetence. It's okay. It's okay. And if you came from a family where you were valued rather than overvalued, like you had to be perfect, or undervalued, like you, know, you never were good enough, if you came from that family where it was just okay to be you, sometimes you succeeded, sometimes you failed, you wouldn't have that. You know, you wouldn't have that. That perfectionism doesn't just come out of the blue, typically. Number six is you have a hard time relaxing. If you're one of those people that always needs to do all the time, I had one client that a homework assignment, which I thought was the easiest homework assignment I ever gave her, was to just stop and do nothing for five minutes. She had confronted the person that molested her. She had dealt with very challenging things, one after the other. I asked her one week to spend five minutes just sitting with herself. She came back saying she didn't do the assignment. That's, again, it's a hard, a person having a hard time relaxing usually couldn't just be in the family of origin. And then the last one is if you are a parent, that maybe you're an extreme as a parent regarding either running the, the family like boot camp or kind of laissez-faire, whatever, whatever. So when you're looking at your own parenting style, again, extremes are a tip that you might have come from a dysfunctional family. The good news is that whether you're one of those or seven of those or five of those, you know, that you can look at that and begin making changes. Of course, I help people do that all the time so that they're freed up and they can go beyond their own family of origin to create more reciprocal, mutual, nurturing relationships and to go around with higher self-esteem and more realistic expectations. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.